Hello. In this session, let's explore when is it legal for judges, police, clerks, and attorneys can lie to you. What part of the court speeches or testimonies are protected? When officers of the court or law enforcement lie to you, or in fact, your attorney lies to you, do you have a remedy? There's a statute called 18 U.S.C. 1001, where it says, false statements, concealments, that is, for any officer to conceal or present false witness before the court in any jurisdiction is punishable by the court rules. In some cases, it is criminal. But that leaves the fact is, can judges lie to you? So in this episode, we're going to explore that. When can they lie and what is your remedy? For example, the judges always tell you in child support, it has to do with the mother and the child. Well, the Supreme Court came back in a case called United States versus Sage that says, actually, child support agreements are equivalent to interstate commerce. So that's a lie. And here is one of the contracts in an interstate commerce that deals with contracts. So here's a Texas contract with Cullum County, which means when the judges say that child support has to do with the child, well, that's a lie. So let's go to the law of the land. That is the Supreme Court to interpret the law. And Supreme Court, it made it lawful for police to present false evidence to gain a conviction. And in some cases, that conviction can be protected under immunity. So what should we do in child support? Hello, my name is Chris. And in this session, which is a very important session, we're going to identify the areas in which the judges can lie to you and the areas in which they're not allowed to do so based on the law. As always, this has to do with protecting your rights. You can listen to us on our podcast uh, on your favorite, which is Spotify, Apple, or Amazon. We also take those small donations, again, to keep our broadcast uh, on the platform. We take payments through PayPal or Cash App. In addition, if you have questions or of this video or any other video, please feel free to email us at chrish289 at protonmail.com. So let's go back to the law of the land, where the Supreme Court made it lawful for police to present false evidence to gain a conviction. The case is called Frazier versus Cup. That's 394 U.S. 731, 1969. This is a case where a defendant was lied to, whereas the police presented him that saying that his associates had already confessed and it's now his turn to confess. And in that decision, the Supreme Court said it was perfectly okay for the police to present false information in order to gain a conviction. And in some cases, it's covered by qualified immunity. And here's the, the docket for Frazier, uh, Frazier versus Cup, uh, the original document as its file. So let's also look at the constitutional laws where it states 
the principle of the constitutional of democracy is that all officers of the government, from the highest to the lowest, are creatures of the law and are bound to obey it. In addition, no person in this country is so high that they're not bound by that law. And the case law is Butts versus Economo, 1978, and United States versus Lee. Now, to remember that, we create a phrase called the butts stops here, Mr. Lee. And you're free to use this in your case before the judges or in your paperwork. All we're asking for is give us the credit of a copyright because we created this phrase. So let's get back to the police are allowed to lie to get a confession. In another Supreme Court decision on the Fifth Circuit in 1970, Graves versus Beto. This was a case where blood samples were taken, and again, the police lied that saying we're taking the blood sample based on drunkenness. Instead, it was used in a murder trial, and the courts ruled that this was perfectly okay. Next, U.S. versus Wright out of the Eighth Circuit, where the police was entering a motel without a warrant and then convinced the occupant it was perfectly okay because they were looking for other substances and drugs. Again, the courts ruled that it was perfectly okay under the Fourth Amendment to lie. Now, this continued on for a long time, but what has happened in recent years is that in the state of New York, this article by Dorothy Heil, uh, Fair Use, points out that this long-standing history of false evidence and confessions and lying has come to a stop. And in New York, it was out of control. In 2019, New York reversed over 400 cases of false arrest and paid out billions of dollars for unlawful arrest based on false information or false confession. So in recent years, the New York City Council now passed that as of March 2021, this issue of lying or presenting information will no longer be protected under the qualified immunity reform. So right there, there are some changes to curb some of this lying that's allowed. So here's another lie. The court says that if the mother and the child is on food stamps or what is called Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, then the fathers are automatically on child support. Actually, that is not true. That is a lie. The actual statute is 45 CFR 206.10. And there on the plan, it says that only Title I, Title A, 10, 14, and 16 are associated with this plan, and that Title 4D is not included. And on the plan uh, uh, that the mothers have to swear, uh, uh, is sworn or swear on the penalty of perjury that the information they provide is true. But there's nothing in the statute that says that if the mothers are on welfare, that the fathers are automatically on the child support Title 4D program. So that is a lie. Another lie that the child support, again, attempt to get away with is your DNA. They said that 
on child support, in some instances, they are mandatory to take your DNA. Actually, it is not mandatory. It is completely voluntary. But in some instances, the judges threaten you with a warrant, primarily a copious warrant saying that they take your DNA. Well, in Minnesota, they attempted to do that. And the person, Mr. Emerson, actually sued uh, under this provision to prevent his DNA from being entered into evidence. Now, I have a video called Get a Warrant for Your DNA. For those of you who are going through the issue where the courts are mandating DNA, this video is for you. How to challenge that and how to protect your rights regarding your DNA. Here's another area where there's also a lie. 1099 workers pay child support. Now, this is a long-standing lie. In the, in the federal provision, uh, provision under SSA, which is Social Security Administration, 1099 workers, their what they call assets and their revenues are not within the child support program. And this is an ongoing event. Many of you who've commented on my channel talks about this. It is a lie. Now, many states has this as part of their local state statute that says all income are included. The problem is income. 1099 workers do not have income. They have revenues. Different definition. Now, again, the judges will tell you that it's in the statute. Ask them to produce the statute. There is no statute. Likewise, 1099 workers are covered by federal law. If it's not in the federal registry and it's not in the federal law, then no state can create a law that's in what? Conflict with the federal government. So where does this leave you and why we did this video? We did this video for a reason. There are areas in which that judges, clerks, and your own attorney can lie to you and it is protected by immunity but there are other areas which are not and the goal of this video was to identify those areas where you can be lied to as well as the areas that you can challenge that lie and where does it begin it begins with your paperwork that means you need to collect your court orders whatever information is in the courts Get it in writing. Includes petitions and motions, and especially warrants. Get a copy of the warrant. If the judge declared that they have a warrant out on you, get a physical copy. And we'll do some videos on that. Affidavits, objection. Get your paperwork. Start off with what is written down and what is anecdotal or a lie. This is how you protect yourself. And if you're having issues with some of these in terms of identifying these lies, please reach out to us. Uh, we'll be happy to help you sort this through. In addition, this year, we introduced what is called our new website called childsupport.newzendler.com. This is our masterclass where it's an online course area where we provide uh ideas and instructions of how to defeat the Title IV-D agency. In addition, it's our place where we will put additional uh, conversation, additional videos regarding the program that can assist you. Now, we're at this point again. We have an ongoing discussion regarding what is called 
the defense, when you file a lawsuit against judges and attorneys, they use what is called a 12B6 defense. And we will have this discussion. I've said in many videos. All I ask is to increase the subscribership on the program. And we'd be happy to put that our research together for all. But yes, this is a shameless plug. We're asking for you to subscribe so that you can get our information when we produce it. So this brings us to the end of our presentation. And again, there are areas in which that judges, clerks, and attorneys can lie to you, but then there are other areas which they can't. And the goal of this presentation was to help you to decide where they can and where they can't. And where they can't, that's when you file your lawsuit. Thank you. Have a good day.